0: This episode is powered by money. Because money talk and bullshit walk. Let's start this shit. I just want to say you the you Your fan favorite section on Breaktime on West Side. Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one breaktime podcast show coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is Sir Denver B and Episode 19 of the Fan Favourite section is here with us on a very interesting Friday uh, Or whatever other day you're listening to it from And I need to get right into this one uh, Because like I said earlier, this has been powered by money And we need to discuss money Uh, Over the period of time that I was on hiatus I managed to speak to a couple of fans here and there And they gave me that feedback And one of them Mad shout out to you Austin uh, Huge supporter uh, of Break Time on my side Listens to most if not all my episodes Just like most of you by the way Came through and was like You know what Denver I love the content you're doing I love the shit that you're giving us But we need to talk about money Like these guys don't know about their finances And I was like you know what I might as well do it Uh, Yes I know It's a bunch of episodes down, but the reason why I'm bringing it up today is because over the weekend, a story came out about a couple in some place in Kenya called Kisumu County that committed suicide over a debt yes, over a wedding debt of 7 million Bob. If you would like a direct conversion into a more recognizable currency, say the US dollar, that's about 70,000 US. Now, as everyone on social media spoke about it they said it straight it's never that serious uh and i think that was that was probably the one phrase that was used most when this news uh piece came out and i do kind of agree it's never that serious but that being said i think people just need to understand the context of it uh it's It's not worth it to spend ridiculous amounts of money that you've borrowed on a day whereby you're pretty much going to invite people who don't care whether you're miserable or not to come enjoy, make merry, feast with you and then leave you when you're high and dry the following day. I honestly think that's absolute bullshit. And uh, for those of you all that are all about, you know, having a dream wedding, yo, I'm down to have a dream wedding. I've, I've, I've not really given much of a damn about what I'd want my wedding to have. Uh, because frankly, I think that's what my wife would want. That's her favorite day. Hell, as long as she's happy, I'll probably be happy. Luckily, I'm not married and I do not intend on getting married. So I have a bunch of years to rack up something and build some shit for myself. Also look for myself, a very nice young gal that will probably not, uh, try the most expensivest shit for her wedding. Uh, now, back to what it was that I was saying. It's not that serious. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to play for you a short audio clip by uh, a media person, a former radio presenter called Caroline Mutoko. And it was on this whole story. So I'm going to play it for you real quick. Then I'll give you my two cents. You got some guy raising money to the tune of two million to marry you. And by the way, if you find a woman dumb enough, wants to blow two meter on one day, leave her. No, really leave her. Do you know what you can do with 2 million? If you find a woman dumb enough wants to do that, you need to leave her quickly. Go find some chick who's got a plan for life. A wedding is not a plan for life. I'm sorry. And I sometimes have to be honest because I see it every day. All right. So this lady came through and she was straight up like as much as I agree with her to some extent, I also disagree with her to some extent, uh, spend two mil on a wedding uh that is debatable and when you when you hear people commit suicide over a debt of seven million for a wedding you kind of have to stop and ask yourself why the hell is it that people were throwing down seven mil on a wedding fine yes weddings have gradually become more and more expensive in kenya with The rise of inflation with the fact that people are trying to do more and more shit. And the fact that there's way, way, way too many options in the name of things that you can do with your wedding, with the ways that you can customize and make your wedding probably more luxurious, seem a little bit more classy. Like people will go and hire cars uh, and pay ridiculous sums of money. I used to sell cars back in the day and our car yard kind of had a luxury car leasing section as well. So people would go and hire out a Range Rover limo that we had uh and they'd go and they'd hire it out for like a whole day, fork out 200 Gs and actually the charges were it was 25 Gs at the time per hour and you couldn't borrow it for any less than 4 hours. So by the time you're saying, you know what, I'm going to borrow this thing, there's at least hundred grand that has been put down. That's at least $1,000 that's been put down on a car that you're going to use for at least four hours of that specific day. Fine, yes, it would come with like a chase car that would enable like a cameraman to cover most of that shit. And that was all fine and dandy. But the issue was people were putting in so much money into cars. You could hire... Range Rovers, uh, Mercedes S-classes, old school rides and shit. And they would be used for a lot of these weddings. And it's not like people would, would fork out like a 510k. Like leasing those cars would cost like 20, 30, 40, 50 Gs. And that time you're watching people like throw all these sums of money, spent 1 million, 2 million, 3 million on a wedding. And when you actually think about it, A wedding is the family's epitome of flossing. That is the highest level that a family can floss at, in my opinion. Because, hell, you can own a Rolls Royce, you can own fucking houses, you can own a super yacht, you can have mansions all over the world. But when it comes down to it, weddings are where, especially for us Africans, that's where we throw down so much money all in one day the seven million debt this was seven mil put down in a day i don't i don't even think people actually think that through they're like oh you know we're gonna spend this much and this and this and this and this like that's not even an investment that's a pure liability because you're just paying for people to go there uh what you you know get driven in you go you sit you eat you give a bunch of speeches that probably no one will ever remember and then after that People leave and go back to their houses Not unless you flew them out or some shit And you're and you're having them stay in some hotel All on your bill All of this shit is Pretty much just going on your bill Over the course of one day And you have to stop and think about How much money you're putting down there Like it's a lot And actually it's not even a full day It's probably about what Give or take about 6 hours 8 maybe at the very most So when you factor that in you're putting down millions on a wedding. And I don't mean to poke at statistics for a second. But uh, statistically speaking, the more you spend on your wedding, the higher the chances are of divorce and separation in couples. This is something that has been proven statistically. I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend money on your wedding. Hell, there's people that go and get married at the AG's office that'll... Probably go and get married uh, through one of these uh, traditional customary marriages. And they still end up breaking up. They still end up divorcing and shit still hits the fan. But you think about it though. How much are you really, really putting down? And how much are you really going to get back? Because I'm always thinking, you know, if I'm going to put some shit down, I better be able to get something back. At least if I'm going for drinks with my homies, if we're going to eat out, like I'm going to go and like... Just throw banter around. These guys can give me advice. You know, us guys can vent about our shit. We're talking about having a good time. And hell, that'll kick me down, what, like, maybe a thousand, maybe a couple of thousand here and there. It's nothing too big. But you're putting down millions for a huge number of people, majority of whom don't really give that much of a shit about you. Besides the fact that you've actually invited them for a wedding. Although, let's be honest, uh, we're in Kenya. People still gate crash that shit. And then, you know, after all that, everyone leaves. A quote that I saw online about, I think, what, was it like two years ago? That had kind of done a few rounds here and there, actually spoke to me. And it's one thing that I've learned to live by. And it's one thing that's made me shut up quite a bit about a lot of my issues. All right, it goes like this. 80% of the people that you discuss your issues with, that you tell your problems to don't care about your problems and 20% of them are actually happy that you're in those issues think about that real quick think about that real quick out of the 600 people that you'll call to your wedding how many of them will you pick up the phone to call when you're sick when you're in trouble when you're stuck in a bad place and they'll get up from bed they'll get out of their chair you know they'll pull themselves out of work or some shit or they'll even just pick up their phone and send you a bit of cash. Or like they'll come and help you out. They'll see you having a puncture on the road and they'll slow down and want to help you. How many of those fuckers will ever do that? It's probably zero. I, re- I remember back in the day, you know, when, when we used to have wedding shows airing so constantly on TV. I don't know if they still do. There was one that I saw. There was this episode I saw of this lady who had been in the States. And it had just been her the mom. And she had come back to Kenya, I think. And she was going to get married. And the uncles popped up doing the whole dowry thing. And she got super pissed. But the funniest bit of it was, you know, when it came down to the wedding itself. And she was going to get married. Because she's Kenyan, then like raised in the States and shit. She only called 21 people. It was a breakfast wedding and it only had 21 people. Damn. I... I would love to meet up with her and like give her a medal and ask her what it is that she sips. I also need to start sipping that same shit. Because I usually look at it and I'm like, why the fuck are you spending millions on the wedding? Fine, yes, I have heard people who've gone all out, you know, chopper rides. uh, People who've had their weddings on the beach. People who've had them in very expensive destinations. And you know they've catered for a whole motorcade. you'll find that they've made sure it's like top notch shit all round of which you know I do admit that I do admit that there are some things that do make sense, paying a lot for good catering and and you know like very good decorations. I'm totally down for that shit, but it comes down to it, and you're like most of that shit that you're putting money on. It's not even going to come back. Hell, you probably don't even need to invite that many people. I wouldn't mind inviting max 150 people. Uh, So probably, let's say, like, I I give my parents, you know, an allowance of about 100 names uh, of people to call up, you know, so 50 each, and I tell my bro, you know, hit up 25 of your realist niggas, I'm going to hit up 25 of my realist, and we call them up for this wedding. I'd be down for that. And... At the end of it, I probably will spend uh, 10 times less than most people will, uh, you know, go get good caterers, you know, get massive referrals and shit, uh, work on the tents and everything and make sure stuff happens as well as you can. You, you don't necessarily need to lease the most expensive cars, you know, but you can lease one or two here and there if you feel like it. And you and you end up with a pretty good, very efficient wedding. You don't need to blow that much money. Because a lot of times you find people blow the same amount of money on a wedding as on like, uh, what is it? It's about the same amount as like a New York apartment or even an apartment here in Kenya in a very good suburb, like a high-end luxury apartment uh, or a premium middle-class apartment, if I might say it like that. So if if you're going to put money down on a wedding, like at least be smart about it. Uh, I did say very well that, you know, if, if you're gonna throw down two mil, throw it down, but let it come from your pocket. Don't ask people to fucking call your shit just so that you can go blow through a whole day and then afterwards you're still struggling. Like, if you're struggling, you might as well just tell people, you know what, guys, uh, we might as well put this shit on hold up until I'm in a much better position, then we can have the wedding. Go get married at the fucking AG's office to make your girl happy. At least there she knows she's secured, she has a husband. As in, at least that it'll make sense. So, I don't get why people will do most of that shit. Uh, But, considering that I've spoken more than enough about weddings, I might as well just break it down and be super honest on other shit as well. I honestly feel as though, as a generation, as millennials, we're fucked. We're fucked in terms of money. Because niggas be faking shit out. And people been playing by old... bloody rules so that they can impress people for no reason or so ever i will not be ashamed of telling Ashori when we're at the restaurant that we are going dutch there is nothing wrong with going dutch with a babe fine yes you've gone for a date but there is nothing wrong with going dutch there are ways that you're supposed to go and ask someone out on a date so that they can know very well if they're going dutch or not so let me give you a couple of guidelines here and there One, if you know you're going to cover the entire bill, then you tell the babe, hey, would you mind if I took you out on a date? There, you know very well you you are taking her out and you are covering the bill. If you say, can we go out on a date? Then that means that the both of y'all are going and y'all are going to split that bill 50-50. If... You're probably a babe because I hardly ever hear niggas saying this. Actually, I've never heard a nigger saying this is... When are you going to take me out on a date? And then, you know, the other person probably gives like a date and... Yes, a date, date, no pun intended. Like a day and a time and shit. And then you guys meet up. There you know the other person is paying for shit. So so at that point in time, at least you'll know who's paying for what. This whole business of y'alls is going for a date... Just cause someone wants to eat And women I'm talking about you Right now Y'all have statistically been proven To going for dates now Just so that you can eat That's the majority reason Y'all don't even like these niggas anymore So y'all Are gonna pull that shit And then What? Afterwards we're gonna be left high and dry With less money in our pockets and shit Nah If you're gonna go on a date Don't be afraid to go Dutch You don't need to Spend a boatload of money To impress someone Hell I don't even think gifts are usually that necessary for a lot of people. This whole shit of, you know, I'm tossing down a gift here, gift there. Fine, yes, gifting is a good love language, but it's not for everyone, and you shouldn't gift all the time. A, it's just like giving compliments. Gifts and compliments go hand in hand. If you're going to give it, don't give it oftenly, and it'll be appreciated a hell of a lot more. And if anything... I prefer give more long-lasting memories rather than gifts because gifts can degrade and die. Memories, them shits will always stay forever. And final money-saving tip for today. I will tell you this. Save and save with a purpose. Because niggers be saving and they don't know what they're saving for, then they end up blowing all that money. Save for an online course and teach yourself some shit save because you probably want to invest in yourself you know get yourself that brand new suit you know probably get yourself that nice cologne you know try and dress well save for a car and shit help you in the long run if you're using it as an investment if you have 10 suits and you're saying i'm saving for another suit i i think you probably have more than enough you should probably just you know get something else save for save for a rainy day you'll never know when those ones come through and If you probably save a little bit more, you know, maybe even invest. You can start with something as simple as shares, you know, then move on to bigger shit. Investing then have to be expensive as hell. So I might as well give you this nugget of advice right at the end. For those of y'all that will sit down and listen to this all the way till the absolute end of all of this. So, yeah, y'all make sure you watch your money, especially during this festive season, because I know a lot of y'all are about to go broke. And then start struggling in January. Anyways, always put that process in that progress or be the prevention. It has been me, Sir Denver B, on Fan Favorite Section, courtesy of Break Time on Westside. I will see you guys later.